Welcome to the Small Towns Big God Podcast. We don't know what we're doing, but we're going to do it anyway. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Small Towns Big God Podcast. It's our Bible study podcast where we will dig into verse-by-verse discussion while speaking to how the Word comes to life in our personal lives. My name is Dax Bruner, and I help lead a youth group at Gober Baptist Church in Gober, Texas. Yes, it's very small. (laughs) And across from me is Josh Lott, and he is the lead pastor at Ivanhoe Baptist Church in Ivanhoe, Texas. It sounds small, but they have a winery. Yes. Yes, in a brick post office. In a brick post office. Yes. (laughs) We drove by the winery today. I was like, you have a winery. There's a winery. Yeah. Uh, We're just two guys that have been led to ministry doing what we are commanded to do and evangelize through all means available. So, internet, we're here. (laughs) Still don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it anyway. Absolutely. That's right. All right. So, what's been up? A lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. We've been busy beavers over here. We're in summer. Summer is upon us. School is out. Mm. Kids are at home. My Mm -hmm. kids are at home. Your kids don't live at home anymore. My kids are at home. Eating us out of house and home, snacking all day long. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, uh, so on the grandchild front, yes. for me, uh, we got the first ultrasound. There is a baby. That's good. Heartbeat's strong. Just one. Just one. They, were, they were fearful. They were like, what if it's twins? I'm like, then you'll have two babies. Yeah. That's all. Um, and they're doing a gender reveal next Saturday, which I'll FaceTime for that because uh, we'll still be down here. Uh, but um, I'm I'm on team girl. I think it's gonna be a girl. Um, I'm getting some resistance from people, but don't care. Have names picked out yet? They do, and don't give me a line about what they are because they gave me a whole list, and I cannot remember to save my life right now. Um, I do know. No, I do know the boy name. The boy name is Case C A S E Case, like the tractor. Right. Logan would be the middle name because that's the my son-in-law's middle name. Right. Um. Golly, girl, I can't remember. I know the middle name is Anne Marie, uh, which would be after two grandmothers. Okay. So my mom's name, middle name was Marie, and I believe Seth's grandmother's middle name was Anne. So they they combined that for Anne Marie, and I cannot remember the first name. Still go with Logan. That's a, yeah, some females name. They Logan. they could. Uh-huh. Taryn, Logan. you hearing this? Yeah. Anyway, Either Case Logan or Logan Case. I like that. I do like Swap. that. Just switch it. <laughs> Like that, then you don't have to remember anything because obviously I can remember those two names. If you have your your heart set on a name and it's the wrong gender, then you won't be disappointed. That's right, (laughs) right? Like a ninja switch, yeah. So, anyway, for the gender reveal, they're doing a burnout because, like, my son in law is a a mechanic and he likes fast cars and trucks and stuff like that. So, instead of shooting something or blowing something up, he's going to do a burnout, yeah. And it's called bows or burnouts. Well, either way, it's going to be a burnout. So, anyway, teen girl. I think it's a girl. So, well, my son's at uh, Howard Payne University. It's super summer. No, oh. this week. Yeah, all week. What is this? Super summer. Yeah, super summer. I've never been, so I I can't give like all the details for it. But I hear it's very very good. It's yeah. more. It's like a yeah. Uh, uh, for young. Youth who, uh-huh. who want to grow in the Lord, who, yeah. you know, you, one so of the, the requirements to go on is you have to have a, you have to 
have to have, be saved. You have to have yeah, I was going to say, you, so you're already there. We're you're expanding there on that. Grow. It's more of a leadership type, you know. That's awesome. really deep into the Word, a whole lot more studying time and, yeah. you know, less recreation time. Right, and right. That kind of thing. But they still have a good time, obviously. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. So he went down there with telephone. Derek Corey went down cool. there. Cool. So he'll... he'll I saw. I, I didn't. I, I saw Derek's pictures that right. he posted. So I didn't. I didn't pay attention to that yeah, and see if Austin that. was in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good because you know, obviously, with our youth camps coming up, they're focused more on on evangelism. Yeah. yeah. And um and that. So that's good. I'll have to keep that in mind. Maybe by we'll, the time we come back for our next one, I will have spent a week at Lake Lebong for preaching. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going next weekend. Uh, me, you, and a few of your youth are going to go down, and uh, hopefully we're going to record a podcast down there and um, and just help out as we can. So that's exciting. We're we're busy, obviously. And I got Falls Creek coming up uh, the end of next month, so we'll talk more about that later. But um, I'm up to 31 kids going right now, and it's it's just like we got 31 kids going to camp. But anyway, more the merrier, I suppose. Acts on Wednesday night. We are. We we started Acts chapter six. Uh, we looked at deacons this past Wednesday, and it turned in seven verses turned into an hour discussion. Yeah, we uh, we've been going taking a break this summer, and so as the the kids were coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm terrible coming in with a um a question. Yeah, good. So we will have Q and A over the next. That's awesome. See, I think that's a good, I think that's always a good exercise. Like this, so next Wednesday uh, with ours, uh, we do an action and accountability meeting once a month. I try to do it mid month, but it's, uh, you know, they always tell you what the old old people want to hear is I want to get closer to God. Well, okay. Tell me what you did. Right. Tell me what you did. Right. Right. So get closer to him. Correct. So we keep a list of what they said the previous month. And then we hold them accountable to what they told us. And if they don't do that, then we're going to say, okay, now what are you going to do to correct it? And it just, it's an ongoing thing. So, um, yeah, that's what we're up to. Anyway, so what we got today? First John. First John, we, we completed chapter one last last time we uh, we met. Mm-hmm. Chapter one was very good. It tells us how to have fellowship with God and fellowship with God's people. Walking in the light means in uh, dealing with yourself honestly and and honestly, self-evaluation. Yep. I think I like about chapter two, it brings in this concept of remaining or abiding, you know, mm-hmm. depending on what version you have, what it says. Mm-hmm. That word is actually used um, 10 times. Mm. 10 times in chapter two, remain, abide, dwell, live. I think that's where people get it wrong too in personal relationships is honesty, right? Because if you don't have that, you really don't have anything, and then people wonder why things fall apart. Well, it's because you're not honest. You're not open. You're not communicating. So, right. Anyways, all right. So, do you, do we want to just jump in, just read the whole thing real quick, and then come back and break it down a little bit? Sure. See, this is one of those times when Daryl Hathcock really needs to be here. He can read very, very boy. Yeah, it's reader. embarrassing to me when I hear him read because I'm just like, I wish I could do that. I just can't. I just can't. All right, well, here, I'll read it, Okay. and then we'll we'll come back and break it down. So we're in chapter 2, starting in verse 1. I'm going to read through verse 11 because uh, that's kind of a good cutoff point, and then we'll come back. All right, uh, 
Verse chapter two, verse one, it says, My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Dear friends, I am not writing you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have heard, yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and in you, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. <clears throat> there you go. There you go. Right. Mm-hmm. I love this. I'm writing you these things so that you may not sin. Mm-hmm. Yep. But since we all sin... Mm-hmm. We need to know that where to go for help. Correct. He tells us, you know, instead of the whole, I got friends in low places, mm-hmm. we got friends in high places. We got the highest one. Advocate with the mm-hmm. Father, who ple- mm-hmm. or with uh, Jesus, who pleads our case to the Father. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's, I mean, we, we always tend to think we can do it on our own, you know? We just can't, <laughs> you know? This is my, that's my conversation every morning is, you know. Uh, Let me get out of my own way. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where I really get it wrong, you know. And that's what we, I mean, I think we've said that every week, get out of your own way. Right. You know what I mean? And you're not alone. That's, and, and a lot of people think that too. They think that they're, they're, they're unworthy maybe yeah. or something like, I mean, I was there at a point in my life. I was just like, you know, I've, I've done so much bad. No way he's going to help me. That's right. And, and until, until, you know, I, I me personally hit that bottom. Um, and it, like a lot of people, well, I got no other choice. I got to go to God now, you know, <laughs> I've screwed this up so much on my own. Uh, you know, I tried it my way. Let's try it your well, way. I always have to look when we start putting ourselves down and mm-hmm. way too much. There's no way that God's going to help me. Da, 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 da. Right. We gotta remember, we gotta go to God's word and see, I mean, mm-hmm. Paul, he says the same thing, you know, he's like, Look what all I did. You know, I've, yeah. I've abused God. You know, I've, I thought I knew it all. I was the sinners of sinners. Mm-hmm. I was a, you know, I martyred Christians. And yeah. what a wretched man that I am. Yep. But still, God cho- chose to pull me out of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Know, and, and he could do the same for us. Yeah. And we get to that funny word, that propitiation. You know, he's made <laughs> propitiation for our sins. Is that a word? That is. <laughs> It is a word, <laughs> propitiation for our sins, you know, which just means that he appeases God on our behalf. Right, right. He's, He's our, our advocate. He's our advocate. He appeases our sins. When we sin, it's our guilt, mm-hmm. you know. He's like, we can almost look at it as like he's our attorney, but a really good attorney. But, but a, gr- a really yeah. good attorney. It's like here, yep. you know, he's, he's guilty. Yep. We're not, we're, we're, 
taking the plea bargain here. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not trying to, I'm not defending him. He admits our guilt. He pleads on our behalf by his blood. Right. You know. Right. That's a good way to put it because I have, you know, we both have knowledge in that world. Yes. You know what I mean? And I can vouch for the value of a good attorney. Exactly. (laughs) Be like, oh, you're on court today? Who's your attorney? Oh, so and so. Oh, man. Dude, I'll be praying for you because you ain't get. It's funny. It's funny because I had two attorneys, right? And the first one, everybody was like, "Oh, like that." The second one was like, "Oh, right, yeah." yeah. <laughs> and she okay? He's good. Or, yeah, uh, worth every penny. <laughs> yeah, yep. I I can vouch for the value of a good attorney, and we have the best, no doubt. Now, three, um, three through eleven. You know, mm-hmm. chapter the first couple of verses kind of goes along with what we've been talking about right. the last last couple of weeks in right. chapter one and and really chapter three through eleven. I love it when people want to know like how do I know if if I'm saved? How if I know if I'm in the faith and mm-hmm. and what do I need to look at? Well, I think he gives us this perfect test right here. Right. You know, to test to see if we're truly in the faith. Verses three to eleven. There's so many different things. Says if you know do this, you do this. If you do this, yep. it always reminds me of John fourteen fifteen, which he says, if you love me. Commands, yeah. Love me, you keep my commands. Right, and then um, so that, well, then I wrote down what are his commands, right? It's all love, uh-huh. right? So I, you know, what I always say: you gotta love God and love your neighbor. Yeah, which he's That's right. That's right. I always like to. I believe that I know that God has given us relationships we have on earth. Mm-hmm. Help us understand our relationship that we should have with him. You know, he gives us these earthly relationships to that way. Okay, this is, I need to, how I should treat Jesus. Or this is how, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, children to parents, husband to wife. Mm -hmm. We may not always do the right thing, but at the end of the day, we want to see them happy because why? We love them. We love them. Yeah, absolutely. We may not jive on every subject, but we want to still see them happy because we love them. Yeah. So then obedience to God will lead to an God's love. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Because as a, as a parent or even as a husband, yeah, you know, if I'm not on the same page as my wife or my kids are not on the same page with me and we're not jiving and, and they're not doing the things mm-hmm. that they need to do, or mm-hmm. I'm not being the husband I need to be. Yep. Yeah. That, the, the relationship's not going to be solid. It's going to be a little rocky. Right. You know? Right. Same thing and in it, our relationship with God. Yeah. And I, I tell Linda all the time, once 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 we got on the same page, that we were unstoppable. Right. As a team. Right. You and you are. And it's the same like teachers to students, you know. So we you know we teach the youth. You you pastor the church, obviously. And um those relationships are people looking to you to be that example. And when you're that example, the relationship with them is so much better because not only are you uh, more eager to teach, they're more eager to learn. You know what I mean? I get, I like as, as teachers, sometimes you get discouraged because you're not on the same page with, with everyone, you know what I mean? And that's a struggle, but that's also the test you have to pass too, because we have to be reminded that not everyone's me. Yeah. And well, not everyone's called to teach. No, no, no. We want everyone to be just like us. Correct. And it's never going to happen. Yeah. 
I always say I use I should I should tell you the answers to these questions I ask you before we get on here. That yeah. way we're, we're very yeah. We're gonna try this again. So what makes a relationship work? What makes it work like is keyword. What makes it work? Well, the keyword would be love, but I tend to say communication. Yes. Honest communication. Yes, that's where I was going. Honesty, because communication. I got I got one right. A level of obedience (laughs) to each other, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no real relationship, even in our marriages. We don't look at we. You know, we, that's not where I need to obey my wife. My wife needs to obey. We don't look at that. No. But there should be a level of obedience in, sure. in, in our relationship. Yeah. Same with God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We live in the same household and look like we're in a relationship, but it's not real. We know people that on the outside, they look like everything's great, but inside their home, yeah. it's it's not good. Yeah. You yeah. come to church and on the outside perceive that everything looks great in your relationship with God, but it's really not real. Right. Yeah. Check Checking a box don't count. No, checking a box don't count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what. Ver- but whoever verse five, but whoever keeps my word, truly in him, the love of God is perfected. Mm-hmm. Perfected. That's that honest communication. Yep. But this is how we know him. The one who says he remains in him. My version says to walk just as he walked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mine says live in him. Must live as Jesus did. Yeah. So what does obedience mean? What we just said in verse six. Well, obedience would mean to to strive to live as Jesus did. Exactly. Yeah. And notice I said strive. Because yeah, we because I mean, you'll never achieve like, that like perfection. Said, I'm writing these things so that you may not sin. Yeah. But if you do, but you're going to because we will. Yeah. But walk as he walked, mm-hmm. and we can break it down even smaller than that and say, what was Jesus? Why did Jesus, how did Jesus walk? Everything he did was to the will of the Father. You're right, to, to God's will, God, yep. right? which is our purpose in the kingdom of God. Yeah, people, I think, I say that a lot too, is, is people want purpose and they try to complicate it so much that, okay, well, what's my purpose? What's this, 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 this? No, it's one thing. You're here to glorify God. And everything you do, Every word you speak, every thought you have, that's your well, purpose. On Sundays, we started the book of Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Last Sunday, we pick it back up this Sunday. Right. And in the intro to Ephesians last week, it's what I said, you know, we have to, everyone wants to know who they are and what they're doing. Right. What's my identity? What's my purpose? Right. And the book of Ephesians does a great job of that. The first three chapters, it, it, it tells you who you are. You're mm-hmm. in Christ. Right. Your identity should be found in Christ. And when we right. take a hold of that and understand that our identity is in Christ, then we know what our purpose is. And he tells us our purpose, you know, the last half of Ephesians, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. purpose. Yep. To glorify God. Yeah, that's it. You know, simply. I mean, he says, and I'll just roll back real quick uh, to Ephesians. He tells he tells all this stuff in the first three chapters about where your identity is found. And then in chapter four, the first thing he says is, therefore, mm-hmm. therefore, I told you all this. This is where your identity must be right. found in Christ and in Christ alone. So now... I urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received with humility, gentleness, patience, accepting one another in love, keeping the unity of the spirit with the peace that binds us. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. same thing he just said here. Walk just as he walked. That's it. That's it. Yeah. This ain't, this isn't complicated. No. It, I mean, it's hard to do. Yeah, it is. It is. But the, but the premise is not, right. it's not. And the concept is not, right. I don't think. No. So it was like, it was like, uh, 
Dr. Phil said, or our Dr. Phil that we yeah, talk about all the time. Yeah, not the bald guy with TV show. But um, he said, very first time I met him, stop telling people this is hard. Don't tell people this is hard. It's not. The, the concept is quite simple. And because if you complicate it, you'll never draw anyone well, to God. the spirit, it's impossible. It is. It absolutely is. And that's, I think, a lot of times that, that we try to, to act on what God wants us to do without being spirit Without dead. being, yeah. And then it's impossible. Then we get frustrated and give up. Mm-hmm. That's true. Absolutely. Yep. Very true. what he said. He said, the, the, Dr. Phil said, the Christian life, it's not hard. It's impossible without, without the spirit. spirit. Yes, right. that's exactly what he said. And it is. Yeah. I mean, then we're just going to live up. We're trying to live up to a standard that we can't. You'll never achieve it. No. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fact. That is a fact. All right. Who's your favorite, your favorite command? I have some things. Go ahead. I have some things. Verse 7 and 8, right? It says, Dear friends, I'm not writing you a new command, but an old one. Okay? So I stopped right there, and I said, Well, wait a minute. What's this old one? Right? So he goes back to Leviticus, which is, you know, my favorite thing. Uh (laughs) Leviticus is the one that always gets used against me. But anyway, in Leviticus 19.18, he says this. Same chapter, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just down from... But let me tell you what the old command was. It says, Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. That's Leviticus. Old Testament. Right there. Right? So that's the old one. And then he goes on to say, Which you have had since the beginning. That's all we had. It says, This old command is the message you have heard. So everybody knew this. Right? Everybody knew this. Verse 8. Yet I am writing you a new command. Stop which is John 13, 34 and 35. I use all of them, but this one kind of jumped out. It says, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. It's the same message throughout the Bible. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples if you love one another. Right? right. How will people know I'm a Christian? Because I love I love them. Right? right? That's it. And um, where are we going? Uh, I guess I'm ready his truth is seen in him and in you because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Right? The so, light's on, they're going to see it. The, yes. I mean, yeah. you, you drive by a, a house at night and if the light's on, it's going to direct your attention to it. Yeah, that's what you see. Yeah, you need. we need to stand out, be set apart. People need to know. not notice. Mm-mm. It was dark, I won't notice. Right. I mean, I just, I won't. And... You know, and then as to touch on the light, we're back in Ephesians here. Ephesians five eight says, "For you were once darkness, mm-hmm. you know this, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light." Right. So, people should see the Spirit in you. People should see Christ in you. Well, and I just, I get, I get asked a lot, "Why are you the way you are?" That's why. Because I have no, I have no. This is what happens. You know, <laughs> it is. It is. Matthew uh, 22, 37 through 40, it kind of goes just just another reference back to what Jesus said. Yep. Um, He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. Mm -hmm. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Right. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. Right. Everything depends on these two. Yeah. If you do those two, you don't have to worry about the rest of them. No. They're taken care of. You don't. Absolutely not. 
right? And that, and then what's funny to me is what we, we kind of not joke around with the youth, but I bring it up a lot whenever we talk about these two commands because they don't go a week without hearing it. They just literally do not. And um, we talk about the, we go back to Moses with the Ten Commandments, right? Well, we could we couldn't keep ten of them, right? So then the Pharisees come along and they throw in six hundred and thirteen. Well, we certainly can't do that, and so we drop it down to these two, which covers everything, right? You know, and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> but it makes it so simple because, you know, if you if let's just say you have a thought or you have a word or you have an action. Right. And you think about these things and you say, well, is that showing love to God? Yes. Then keep doing that. No, stop doing that. You know what I mean? Is this showing love to my neighbor? Yes. Keep doing that. No, stop doing that. Yeah. That's it. it. Paul says in first Corinthians, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever you eat, whatever drink, whatever I do, do all All the glory of God. God. If you can't glorify God while you're doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. Don't do that. We're talking about everything. Everything. Yeah. And that's why Paul says, even the effortless stuff, eating and drinking, mm-hmm. if you can't do that to glorify God, then don't do it. Right. You know, we're not. I'm not saying that you need to be uh, singing hymns as you're you're eating your dinner. Right. But you need to be thankful to God for the blessing that you got something to eat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like uh, the 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 imagery that I use is dish doing dishes. Like I hate doing dishes. It's my least favorite thing to do. Like, I do a lot of things, but dishes is not right. top of the list. But I'm thankful that I got a dish to clean right. because that means I had something to eat. That means I got a house to do it in. That means I got a floor. So all these things, you know, without God, none of that is possible. None of it. And it's that simple, y'all. It, is, it really is. Yeah. Go back to, to light and mm-hmm. walking a lot, people seeing it, seeing the love of Christ in you. It just it always reminds me of a famous verse, Psalm 119, 105. Your word is the light to my path. Or the lamp to my feet and a yep. light to my path. Yep. You know? Yeah. That word is that lantern that you walk around with. You're constantly right you're constantly illuminating, mm-hmm. you know, things to, to how to travel, where to go. You yeah. turn the lantern off, and we're talking about that in a minute, I think, coming into the rest of the chapter. Correct. Then you run into things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So that's all I had for seven and eight. Love God, love people. That's it. That's it. That's why I have these bracelets right here. Love God, love people. That's it. All right. Nine through eleven. Mm-hmm. The one who says he is in the light, but hates his brother, is in the darkness until now. The one who loves his brother remains in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But the one who hates his brother is in the darkness, walks in the darkness, and doesn't know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Mm-hmm. Hatred. Yeah. Unforgiveness. Yeah. Call people to stumble and live in darkness. Sure. And you can't get out of it. Until you get over that 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 hurdle. Mm-hmm. You can't hate you can't have hate in your heart for a brother or sister in Christ. You can't have unforgiveness in your heart for a brother or sister in Christ and walk as he walked. Correct. Jesus didn't hate nobody. No. Nope. He didn't have unforgiveness built up. That will cause you to fall into other sins because you're walking in darkness and you can't see where you're going. Right. Absolutely. I, I love, I love John's metaphors here, right? Mm-hmm. Great metaphors that we can understand. Everyone knows about light. Yep, I can see now. You get all that. Everyone see, knows see. that if you walk in the dark, you're eventually going to cause harm to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? That's my pinky toe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to do it. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't You do not do it. Turn the light on. Yeah. No one tries to walk through darkness. No. 
safety. Def- Nobody wants to get hurt, so they turn the light on. Right. And if we're ever into a point in our life where we're trying to walk through darkness, it's because we don't want to be seen. Good point. Excellent point. Yeah. Everything bad ever, I did. The only time I've ever not walked with light is yeah. when I didn't want nobody to see me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Absolutely. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, all my bad stuff was done <laughs> in the darkness. No one likes to close their eyes. No one likes to be blindfolded blindfolded because we can't see. You can't we're see. Nervous. That's right. That is correct. Bad things happen in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sound like my grandma over there. <laughs> that good happens after 10 o'clock, Dax. Get in the house. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So we have to confront our brother and sister. Yep. Reconcile it. Yep. Reconcile yep. it to the and, Lord. Reconcile it in our hearts. And this, with them. and this touches again on get out of your own way. Right? Get your, get your ego out of the way. You can live in forgiveness. Live in, in love. You know? Because, like, for me, f- forgiveness used to be hard for me. Right? Until I understood that it, what it did for me, you know what I mean? Cause if right. you're hanging on, if you're not forgiving somebody, you're basically hanging on to anger. If you're hanging on to anger, it's anchoring you back to whatever it was until you forgive that. Right. Until you forgive that you cannot, you cannot move on. And guess what? You can't fulfill your purpose that way. And it cost it's constantly on your mind. Yeah. It, it, it consumes you. It does. Because that's, that's all you think about. And guess what? That other person ain't thinking about you. They probably don't even know. <laughs> no, most of the time they don't. That's the funny thing because we we got we've gotten so far away from communication and honest communication among brothers and sisters. Let's just say it, you know, and it it really it helps nothing. It helps nothing. So I I jotted down actually John twelve thirty five to go along with these last two verses okay. and it said then Jesus told them I'm I'm red letters here quoting Jesus you are going to have the light just a little while longer walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you and then whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going and it's exactly what you said right until you turn that light on you you don't know where you're going you have no clear path. And you're just kind of going willy-nilly until you break your pinky toe. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, physical pain is a real deal. You know, <laughs> yeah. And you can't have you can't have it. Chapter one. Yes. We're called to have a fellowship, intimate relationship, with God, mm-hmm. and we must develop a loving relationship with others to have an intimate relationship with God. You can't come to the you can't come to church on a Sunday morning and go, I'm not talking to that person because I'm that I don't like them or they yep. did this to me and whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. No. You can't be sitting in a pew on Sunday morning and have hate in your heart for someone else. Right. And then you find the people who say they don't come to church because they can't stand that to someone else person. while they're there. Yeah. Or are you there to worship people or God? Who that's are you worshiping? Roadblock. Yeah, that's a big that's one. Roadblock. That's a big one. We can't grow. We can't. Be sanctified. We can't walk in the light mm-hmm. as we're called to do. Yeah, and then that's when we get frustrated about knowing not, not knowing our identity, not knowing our purpose. You know? mm-hmm. Yep. Prayer is not be, prayer is being interrupted. Why is your prayer not being answered? Why are we struggling? Because mm-hmm. you're walking in darkness. You're you're focused on the darkness. You're you, gonna act like an unbeliever, like an unbeliever. Tells you right here. Exactly. Tells you exactly that. Yep, and that's I mean that's a big problem. That is a big problem within within Christianity, you know. For, forget outside of it for for a second. Forget that. Here's the frustration too: is 
is people see that. People outside looking in see that. Why would I want to be part of that? I have too. I have too. I, I mean, um, and it and it hurts to a degree, you know, because then then I the conversation I always have is, well, let's focus on God for for a second. I understand what you're saying, you know. I I get it. I totally get it. But for just a second, let's focus on God and forget about what you're talking about over here. If you focus on God, that's the path. That's the light, right? Now, whatever problems you have with individuals or whatever, they're going to be there. But until you both communicate honestly with one another, you'll never solve it, ever. Until then, you're just what he's saying here. You're the same as an unbeliever. I just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know that I have the answers and I don't know if I present it properly, but it's, it's something that we hear a lot. And it, it happens to me. I mean, I, uh, you know, convicted of Mm -hmm. of trying to fix a situation. We just kind of talked about on the way over here, you know, Mm -hmm. knowing someone has an issue with you. Yeah. We want to fix it. Yeah. Because we don't want any kind of. Right. Yeah. We're going on there. we, We don't want that. We want to be liked. Yeah, we want to be we want to be liked. Yeah. And if we think someone's upset of us, upset with us, right, wrong, or indifferent, yeah. we want to apologize or get it cleared up. Yeah. What, what can we do? Mm-hmm. And not just hold on to it because right. we think we did no wrong. Even if we think we did no wrong, if explain that to me, so, so we can we can get rid. Yeah. You know, I always think for me is that uh, I think a, a year ago I had I we went down and we saw my dad. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation, this long conversation about, with my dad, and we don't have to get into the whole story of, you know, him not. Mm-hmm. But I had to get this out in the open, right? Yeah. I had forgiven him and for myself. I've forgiven him. There's no hard feelings, right. nothing like that. And that's what I told him. But he needed to know that face-to-face yeah. from me. Mm-hmm. You know, God knew that, but I needed to get that out. Yeah. You know, because if something was to happen to him, and I never got that chance to to do that then mm-hmm. how would i feel terrible because i had the same conversation with my dad exactly yeah <laughs> so we have to get that off of our hearts we have to yeah. get that out of the way that way yeah. we can keep moving on and i think that uh that god does that he he chips away at us right mm-hmm. he's like okay deal with this mm-hmm. okay you've dealt with that i have pushed you through that we're mm-hmm. through that you're doing you're good that's behind you all right now let's deal with this let's move on to the next and we just keep going that sanctification process that's becoming holy and blameless in his sight. Right. That's, that's what we're we're striving to do. Right. And then when he says deal with this, and then we refuse to deal with it, our growth is you stop. stopped. Right? You stop. Right. Yes. And if it's at the beginning, we're still in diapers as a Christian because we refuse to get rid of the things he's asking us to get rid of. We yeah. refuse to walk in light. Right. Then where where's the uh the comfort? Where's the the assurance that we have salvation mm-hmm. if we're not growing? Yeah, it, you're not growing. <laughs> That's the problem. You will know them by their fruit. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're called to be holy and blameless in this sight. If we're we're living like unbelievers, how do we know? We don't. You don't. Yeah. Woo! It's all right here. It's in heavy John. today, man. It's all right here in First John, man. Yeah. If, if you want to know, if you want to improve relationship with 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 God, which we all need to, but if you want to know how salvation works, if if what Right, wrong, or indifferent, test your faith. Come to first. Mm-hmm. Read it. Take you 10 minutes. Read it. It, and it absolutely will. It, of course, it takes us 40 minutes to get through eight verses, but whatever. Because we're Baptists and that's what we do. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, 
I, I think that was a good one for today. Yeah. You, are you good? I'm good, man. All right. I'm good. Walking light. Yeah, amen to that. Light on. Yeah. Yeah. Motel 6. Yeah. My wife will not let me get a clapper. By the way, yeah, if anybody wants to send us gifts, send me a clapper. Because I want, if you don't know what that is, it's where you clap and turn the light on. That's what I want. All right. All right. Let me dismiss us and we'll get on out of here. All right. Father, we're so thankful for your word and every opportunity to learn and share it with others. Father, we just ask you continue to bless us, uh, to guide us, to be the light in the world. Uh, continue to fill us with the Spirit. Uh, to share your word as it's intended as an encouragement and uplifting and a guide uh, to how we should be living and treating one another as Christians. As always, we ask that you uh, continue guiding us to do your will and that we give you all the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right.